Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. So let's just talk about clumsiness because that's just what started this morning. Mm. And one thing that's been in my mind today is I'm going to write a post about it later on because it's been like it's been like chipping away at me this morning. Mm. And it's about what's your story? What's your that 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 headline's just been coming into my mind today? What's your story? And it's talking about clumsiness, it's just like oh, I'm always clumsy. clumsy. You know, I'm, I'm, I always drop things. I, I always mess things up. I never get things right. They never go to plan. It's a script that we can run quite often. It's a story that we can connect ourselves to and is um, a belief that we hold that without us even realising becomes limiting and holds us back from even starting something sometimes. So that just popped into my head. So there you go. Play with that if you do. So it's, well, first of all, it's funny what occurs to talk about because just leading up to to coming and joining you and running running a breakfast show, um, I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about today. And my mind was blank and we don't, we don't rehearse stuff. And, and that's the reason that we don't because Otherwise, I do that. Oh, what am I going to talk about today on this recording? Like, oh, have a look, James. Have a look. What what can we talk? And that's just a sign that actually we don't need to. Well, something will occur that we can actually explore. And lo and behold, this morning it was me chucking coffee all over the kitchen worktop with that clumsiness. Now, what I saw with that, what I noticed with that was that the whole, the only reason that I knocked it over was because I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about um, need to get upstairs. Julie's going to be waiting. Okay, or something like that. Anyway, and because I was doing that, so I had my little little coffee cup. I had my cafetiere because I've run out of coffee pods, and so I looked at it and thought, right, I'll let that rest and I'll bring everything up. And then I looked around at the clock, saw I had about five minutes, and swooped in with a sudden change of mind of, oh, I'll just take the cafeteria and the cup, I'll bring them up, and wasn't paying attention, so caught the cup, just knocked it over. My big clumsy hand moment. And that, for me, was because I was thinking about the future. I was thinking about what I was going to be doing in, in a couple of minutes. And I wasn't concentrating on what was actually happening in the moment in order for coffee cup to be picked up and taken upstairs. So what I find really helpful with clumsiness is it's a reminder that I'm not in the moment, that I'm not paying attention to reality as it looks in the moment. And if I had been, then it would have been a very simple process of being guided again with the wisdom of pick up the cafetiere, pick up the cup, head upstairs. And none of that would have happened. Um, 
And the other thing as well that told me that I was rushing was my reaction to throwing coffee all over the worktop, which was, oh, my God's sake. And that is a sign straight away, okay, you're getting angry about knocking coffee over because the only reason that actually happens is because you weren't paying attention. So the coffee, again, had not made me feel anything because coffee can't do that, right? I've never seen coffee try and send me some kind of signal of this is going to wind you up, James, some chronic. It was purely where I was in that moment and where my mind was in that moment. And another gentle reminder to let me know that thinking about the future is not massively helpful if we go off into storyland, like you said, Jules. Yeah. Starting from the beginning of what you said about how we never um, we never rehearse these things, we just go with what comes up. Mm. And the value I see in that is the fact that life's not a rehearsal. We don't rehearse life. We just yeah. live it, right? We just get up, and even when we've got plans or um, you know we've got this idea of how something's going to play out, <laughs> it really means that it's actually going to play out like that. Yeah. And life's not a dress rehearsal. Life isn't a. Um, well, we'll just we'll just get we'll just have a run through today, and then we'll live tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like life doesn't actually work like that. We don't work like that. And sometimes yeah, we can actually feel as though we do, and we can live as though we do. Like I just dropped something. So I've got my clumsy head on, and as you say, coffee can't make you feel anything, and yet. How often do we tell ourselves a story like, I need a cup of coffee to help myself wake up. I'm jittery because I've had too much coffee. Um, I wasn't concentrating, so I spilled the coffee and I got angry. We, we instantly go to make meaning out of everything that happens in our life, day to day, constantly. That's just how we play out, right? And when we do that, what we are totally missing is the fact that that story that we're creating is clouded, is coloured by the mood that we're in at the time, by the, the biases that we have, by our past experiences, and whatever we're bringing to it at that moment in time. So one day, James might spill his coffee and he's made a whole load of meaning about having to get upstairs, about having to, me, me waiting, about him not paying attention. Another day, he might just go, <laughs> bloody idiot, cleaned up nothing twice about it, right? Yeah. So it's really, really useful not to get caught up in the stories, not go looking for the stories, but actually just feel it and move on because life is not a rehearsal. And while we are busy, making stories, looking for reasons, um, beating ourselves up, depending on what it is, over the thing that's past, that's impacting on our now, that's impacting on the life that we're having right now. So we can't go back and change the past. We can make amends if we need to, depending on what it is. We can clean the coffee up, but we don't need to spend all day in the kitchen looking at where the coffee was. We really don't need to do that, do we? No, no, not at all. And what's interesting with it is that that story was so quick. Okay. Like I, it wasn't, this is where the kind of choice thing comes in because if I had a choice, I wouldn't have gone for that story. 
right? It just springs up. Coffee's falling over. It's coffee's fault. Uh, you're going to be late. And <clears throat> by just seeing that that is a story that happens so quickly, it's on you before you even realise, for me now, gives me the space to see what's really going on behind the scenes. Uh, I don't need a massive dramatic situation to see that. It can just be little day-to-day -day events that happen. And back in the past, so the follow-up story, if I hadn't clocked what was going on, the follow-up story would have been, now you're going to be late, now you're going to get chance to, you're not going to get a chance to catch up with Jules before um, we start running the episode. Um, now you're going to be flustered. Now you've not got everything organised. Now you're running out of time. <laughs> um, and that story would have kind of continued. Like I would have, I would have come up back, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day and, and gone, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I'm late, Jules. Blooming coffee cup fell over, just so about to come upstairs. And now I'm running a little bit behind and I'm all flustered and and I I, I don't know what we're gonna do. And oh, I've not even got I've not even got this set up yet. And ah and <laughs> the dramas, the stories that just get reeled off that we don't even see that are going on because it looks so real pulls us again further out of the moment. I mean, Jules, you would have just sat back and gone. Wow, crikey me, this is a, <laughs> a juicy story you're bringing this morning. <laughs> how was that? <laughs> and then a question that comes up would have probably been, okay, cool, so how is that helpful? <laughs> Which I know would have stopped me in my tracks and gone, hmm, actually, no, that's not helpful at all. And then you'd have probably said, all right, so should we do the show? And I've been like, yeah, let's do the show. Oh, I would have just started laughing at you and just said, tell us when you're finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have realised you're caught up in the story and then we would have come on and done the show. Exactly. That's just how it is. And you know what? If, it, if I hadn't have been waiting for you on Zoom, I could have been caught up. I could have been, been cleaning coffee up in the kitchen and not even been here waiting. You didn't know that. But you presumed that that was what was happening. Mm. You, you, If it wasn't for that, you might have blamed the dog. You might have blamed... Um, Rachel for not rinsing the cups properly uh, or, or the cafeteria and it was still being a little bit there was still some soap left on it and it, and it was her fault we can make up a million different stories mm. and they're all just absolute <laughs> meaning making reasons ideas that we live from so quickly as if it's truth yeah so quickly the invitation when this happens for me always now is just you're going too fast slow down anything especially anything clumsy related catching toe on the corner of the table yeah missing something knocking something over it's actually another really really helpful part of how we are put together and how we are designed because it's a general reminder say you're going too fast slow it down let's help as well and i'm gonna say because i can see jules is gazing up because something's going to be coming through very very shortly uh when we start exploring it in just the the normalness of every day first of all then we start seeing it a little bit more and then when there are 
other things that happen in our own lives that might look even bigger and very, very dramatic or very, very serious, we start to just slow that down as well because we can see what's going on a little bit more. Not all the time, not straight away all the time either. But we get a little bit of breathing space, go, oh, hang on, slow down a little bit, because I can see that there's a story that's trying to race away. You know, there's a fast train trying to catch my eye for me to jump in and shoot off on. So go on, Jules, what was coming up for you? I remember when I was taking my driving lessons many, 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 many years ago. Mm. And, you know, when you get, I don't know if you've ever had drive, when you've had driving lessons, what, what always used to happen for me, and I think it's for everybody, I think it's just how it works, is there are some days that if we get the first manoeuvre right, you know, we're learning to do the manoeuvres, yeah. we can do them with our eyes shut all day long, right? Yeah. If we get that first one wrong, it's, it's a waste of a lesson just having to keep repeating it because you just know that you're getting in your head, you're getting wound up. But I remember my driving instructor saying to me, there is no manoeuvre, there is no manoeuvre that you cannot make if you go slow enough. Mm. Love that. Now, I know I've done like three point turns in the tiniest of places and there have been 20 point turns sometimes, but do you know what? That's, oh, that's always stuck in my head. There is no manoeuvre that you cannot make if you go slow enough, because I think that straight away, gets related to everything, everything in our life. Yeah. yeah. No matter how big something looks or no matter how tight the spot, when we go slow enough, when we make the smallest of adjustments sometimes, we can make any manoeuvre. So I decided to share that little pearl of wisdom with you, James. And I like it. Thank you for listening. It's just like whenever you are feeling a little bit physically stuck, like you get your, I always think of the classic scenes in movies where they, they swim in and they get, they get their foot stuck in it like a rock or something and they start panicking like, oh, I can't get out, I can't get out. Oh, and you can see that their mind's racing and they're trying to just pull and pull and pull and, and no matter how hard they pull, nothing's happening. And then they slow it down, they slow down their own wisdom kicks in and instead of pulling, they just push it a little bit. And then it loosens and then they're free. So yeah, there you're right. There is there is there isn't there isn't any, there is no maneuver that can't be done when we slow down. And with the driving, what I find really helpful with that, just when you were talking then, is that cars have been designed by humans and humans all work the same. We all work the same. You know, foundationally, we all work the same. So whoever's designed that car has designed it with you in mind. Now, that therefore means that you have everything within you to drive that car and that car is designed to give you everything you need to be able to drive it as well, right? With a bit of general maintenance and some fuel, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check your oil regularly and your fluid and your tyres. So 
The only thing I'm going to say that <laughs> I just lay on that. I'm saying something else. The only thing that gets in the way is, again, the story that we're being fed through thought about what can't be done. And like you say, with the manoeuvres, if we don't quite get it right the first time, the story will kick in if we're never going to get this right, James, or we're never going to get this right, Jules. When actually, that's a complete crock. We just need it. It's, it's another invitation to slow down, right? That's it. And when you when we just mentioned, just you know, we just there was a throwaway comment there. Yes, with a little bit of gentle maintenance. Yeah, when that gentle maintenance isn't kept up, when we don't put the oil in, when we don't put the water in, we're going to overheat. If we don't look after the tyres by going to skid in the snow and the rain and etc. etc. And when we don't do our gentle maintenance to keep ourselves in tip top, then we're going to find that we're going to skid in the snow and the rain. Yeah. That we're going to be a little bit jumpy because we put the wrong fuel in or we've we've we're running on the the old ones and it's just not running as well or it's we're overheating getting more bad tempered and hot tempered so you know the gentle maintenance with the car or not getting the best out of it it's not that it's not perfectly capable of working absolutely is perfect it's just that sometimes we get, if the car's always giving us feedback, right? It's always giving us, um, it's telling us we've got warning lights that come on if we need some water, if we need some oil, if our, if we've got a puncture or our tire pressure's low. We always get the signs. But often where that wrapped up in the stories, we're missing the signs. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Cars are always just coming up with lights and stuff to let us know. Definitely. Um, and that's what's great about what we what we do with the episodes we do with the people we work with is we point towards stuff that's there right in front of your face that you can then relate to as to what's really going on internally as well because we have our own hazard warnings. So I guess the invitation for you when you when you're listening to this is to explore your own warning lights your own hazard symbols and what's coming up to so that you're doing your own self-maintenance as well right yep it's always good to check in and make sure everything's topped up like the same before you go on a trip do your checks never heard to do our checks either Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world, you can follow us on Instagram. Give us a follow at Our Mental Health Rocks. Or you can catch us on our Facebook page, which is Our Mental Health Rocks.